It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. podcast listeners welcome to word of the bay my name is kyle my name is nick and uh here we are right me and you just doing our thing here we go we have a shitload of people in the chat seven seven listeners steven dole whips geo fits for anthony strike twice tb jared bear 1787 dom hunt 18 grape welsh 13 and of course the great the great derek shorpel of the oversell podcast so thank you guys all for being on in fact wow in I'm fact, impressed. we should just gr- we should just grab like two random two randoms from that chat and bring them on the podcast. I, I've got one. I got I got I got one in mind. If you don't mind, what's that? Um, a little uh, little help in the hockey area. I'm not good enough for your hockey needs. Well, compared to him, no. Oh, fuck you, then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see how I see what I see how this is. Well, who's your guy? Well, it's gonna be uh, Anthony. Strike twice. Hey guys. Oh! Oh my God! How did I get here? That was. <laughs> this is almost Studio like a, magic. This is like almost a priest. Radio magic. <laughs> we almost set this up in advance or something. It's, it's almost like Word of the Bay did some planning. You know, but, when you were talking about a great hockey mind, I thought you were talking about our other guest. That's all the show today. Oh yes, of uh, course. Our other guest. I'll see your hockey mind, and I'll <laughs> raise you a hockey mind. I'm gonna bring in Geo Fitz Ford to the podcast. Oh. I'm here. Jeez. Look at that. Kyle, <laughs> you, you're pretty good with these uh, feed-ins. It's like teleportation. You get, yeah, you're working Skype pretty well. Oh, man. Oh, brother. After that live read of that ad. <laughs> <laughs> I had to mute my mic. I'm sorry. I might have I to. to <laughs> I, gotta do, I was not expecting that to go so badly. It was yeah, a little rough. Yeah. I give you the golf clap. I mean, you, you, do, you read scripts all the time on mics. Like, I figured... I figured you'd be good with that. Oh, no. See, the thing is, is you guys get that nice, clean, Mm. 30-take edited version. True. I would give that another take maybe later if you want to. Yeah, I'll see how I'll see how it sounds. And then no, no, no. I kind of really like the part where he says, I don't know, I'm not fucking doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck him. You're sponsoring us, right? Luke Crate's going to send you a box of shit. (laughs) Um, So, story time. Boxes of shit. So mm. uh, when was it? Oh boy. Not not I guess it wasn't last year but the year before. You know, are you guys familiar with Cards Against Humanity? I am. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they did a a little promotion where they were like we are going to send you a box of shit. It was like $5 or $10 something like that. And they're like you know no lie, no joke, we are going to send you a box of shit. And of course everybody jumps at it cuz they go, "Oh, well maybe they're going to 
hide something, you know, in it. And uh, so, of course, you know, I was one of those people, and I bought a literal box of shit from Cards Against Humanity. Oh, good. Wait, it was a literal box of shit? Yep, it had a little cow turd in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. I like God that. I've seen, no like... Note. No no, nothing, just a turd? Just a, just a straight-up turd. Yep, it was just, 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 just a turd. A little box <laughs> of shit. Good. Not even a card? Like, like, I know sometimes they'll hide cards under something. Nope. There was nothing else. Did you touch the shit? What do you? What kind? Of, what does that card say? If you're sending it with a fucking turd, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like, here's your like, turd. Thanks. Here's like, your box of shit. Yeah. Well, here's no, your no, box no, of no. shit. No, I figure you probably it, it, like if anything, it would probably would have been like a white card that was a box of shit or a literal box of shit. Something. How about like a baby wipe? Go. A baby wipe with a note written on it. Wait, wait, wait. How much did you pay for this? It was only like five or ten bucks. I need mean, five. And like, and they've they've donated so much to charity, and they oh, yeah. like, they're very not greedy. So like, I didn't care if I actually got, you know, basically nothing. It was worth the shot. Did you hear they bought a? Uh, I think it was a Rembrandt. It was like a, a not well known Rembrandt, but they bought one, and <laughs> it's a public trade company. So they put it to a vote. What would everybody like to do with it? And they did it. You know, straight up, you know, like an old-fashioned vote. Whatever got more votes, they'd go with. The options were donate it to a natural history history museum or laser etch it into as many pieces as there are people uh, or voting, and they would mail you a piece of this Rembrandt. So it's like the Stanley Cup of of art. (laughs) Yeah, but if your team won the Stanley Cup, they would ship you a little piece of aluminum. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you can still say you own a Rembrandt. <laughs> yeah, a little chip, a little yeah. piece of a Rembrandt. Yeah, man. I, I own a little piece of an island because of them. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah, they did the um, uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. And that was that was one of the things that they gave was, was like, it's a square foot of an island that they bought. <laughs> Wait, so you, you own one square foot of an island right now as we speak? Come the zombie apocalypse, Geo's going to be sitting on there like, it's my island. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and the other 2,400 exactly. people are like, get off my spot. <laughs> yeah. All right, we have to cross through everyone else's spot just to get to yours. <laughs> yeah, my square foot's directly where the toilet is, so you're a move, guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Nick's going to charge $10. I am, exactly. Want to visit my spot? All right. All right, come on over. Just uh, who's, the guy, who's the guy that owns uh, Virgin Airlines? Richard Branson. Did you remember yes. his MVT, MV, MTV? Yes. Friend? Who doesn't? With his island with Mariah Carey on it. Yeah. Ra- it, what the fuck, man? As a, as a young boy, I thought somewhere I can sail my boat and see Mariah Carey's titties as she's taking a <laughs> show. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was the upstairs uh, shower, wasn't it? That had like the view yeah. of the... Yeah, the, the one that faces the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. All I could think about was some guy on a boat just fucking like just strolling by, looking <laughs> over. Seriously like a... Kyle said. Like... <laughs> as soon as they shot that episode, somebody somewhere is like, I know where that is. I'm getting the binoculars in a boat. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Grape Walsh sent me a link in the Mixler chat. I'm, I'm no, scared. that was for me because he's a fucking Michigan fan. I'm scared to watch. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, it's oh, probably this... v- it's probably VH3 getting burned in the bowl game. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. 2016 Citrus Bowl. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this making fun of a Gator? Yeah. Awesome. Yes. 
Yeah. I'm about to it. be ganged up on right now. <laughs> you <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate being, it, man. Uh, Detroit fan, but you uh, you got some good interest when it comes to college sports. Yeah, hey, go go uh, Bulls. Full, Florida State. Yeah. yeah, that's right. USF, man. Come on. Oh yeah, that's right. She was a bull, so I'm I'm okay. Villanova. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Villanova fan through and through. <laughs> <What? laughs> Kyle, till the day I die. Kyle, you have ten seconds to tell me what state Villanova's in. Oh well, you see, uh, Villanova is is more of a national brand, so it's they're kind of like the they're kind of like the Yankees. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle what's Villanova's mascot? <laughs> the fighting uh, orangutans. <laughs> Nova, the fighting Nova. <laughs> Hold on, let me just uh <clears throat> <coughs> just like cough over your typing. <coughs> yeah. Villanova. Well, you see guys, uh Villanova is of course Somebody in really quickly Pennsylvania. The Villanova wiki. They're in Pennsylvania <laughs> and then uh you know, their mascot <laughs> Their mascot is of course the Wildcats. So, I mean, you guys. Of course. I'm a huge fan. What's the worst mascot ever? The sock, the dirty sock for the rowdies. Albert, <laughs> shut up, Nick. <laughs> Who's Al- oh, Albert the alligator? Albert's great. <laughs> wait, let's wait. Don't 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 listen. Don't point out the fact that he wait. looks like a fat turtle. Hey, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Anthony, uh, what are what are the most racist mascots uh, out there? Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Uh, let's see. No flake. <laughs> Yeah. Also, don't doesn't like a white dude go out on a horse and fucking stab the? uh, He goes out and uh, um, no, he's Native American. Oh, okay. Yeah, we fucking yeah, yeah, like one percent Native American. We vetted him. What's his name? Jorge. Ah, fuck it. Send him out there. Yes, Dom, Dom in the chat asked if Albert has a wife. He does. It's Alberta. We're very creative at the University of Florida. And I'm not even kidding. That's that's actually her name. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's like Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man. Well, you got Pac-Man. Yeah. You got Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah, literally, she has a bow, and that's like the only difference yeah. between the two of them. We got this old Albert costume. What are we going to do with it? Ah, fuck it. Throw a bow on it. It's his wife now. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we, we got re- to redo Pac-Man. Uh, put, a, put a pink bow on Let's it. put a bow on it. That's going to take gloves. literally five minutes of extra programming. Yeah, I know. We'll, put, we'll call it two. Look, it'll be fun. The kids will get into it. Like, what kids? This is a four... <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. a college game. There's no kids here. No, no, no. j just brought it up. There was a Lady Thunderbug in the 90s. I remember that. What? Good what, thing what, that what, died. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, yeah you, remember, you don't remember Lady that? Thunderbug. I, I act know. like I was alive, but I don't remember it, but I know it existed. <laughs> no, there was a Lady Thunderbug that used to go around when there was the Canes or it was a cat. No, it was a cash and carry blimp with coupons. <laughs> I remember that fucking blimp. <laughs> How could you not? Seriously, that was the most 90s statement oh. I think I could have made for the, the Tampa area. Dude, the, the entire 90s was just a bunch of blimps in the skies with advertisements on them. Hey, it was all the rage. Guys. They figured out that helium was much more safe than hydrogen, and woo. I found blimps. it. I, I fucking found it. <laughs> did you really? Yes, she I did. She has, like, lipstick, doesn't she? Yeah. She has li- yeah. lipstick. She oh, has, haunting. like... like like these, oh my like, god, what the fuck? Yeah. Why does she have moon shoes on? Because yeah, just... <laughs> it's 90s. Oh my oh my god. I hate the Thunderbug so He's much. He's a redhead too. What the fuck? 
I don't know who. I, miss, I, I still miss those jerseys, though. Yeah, I know. Me too. I wish I wish they'd play at least one game in those jerseys. What? Telling you, man. We talked about it last week. Going down the, the sleeves. Yeah. No, no. The just the throwback cup jersey, the black oh. one. You play the Flames at home in those. That'd be sweet. The original ones. Those were. Yeah. Those aside from our current ones, those were just amazing. I love our current ones. Our current ones, uh, in current... my opinion, are the best rendering of our logo. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan of our current jerseys. Yeah, I, hope I don't that... like our away jerseys because I dislike any organization that needs or feels the need to put their city name in it. I, I, I don't like it. I'll it's do not that much, me. huh? What? <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of wish it was just the opposite of the blue ones. It was just white and blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows we're Tampa Bay. Why? So? Yeah, true. See, I just don't like the white ones because I know I'm going to stain them. I never, I've never honestly, bought a white jersey. Honestly, question right now, gentlemen: Who has not here has liked a white hat and not bought it because of that reason? I've never considered buying a white hat. Is it because you thought it would get dirty? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I own a white hat and it's filthy. <laughs> it's my, dad, my dad only wears a white. My dad only wears a white lightning hat, and it's the most filthy thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> He goes fishing in it and all kinds of shit. Like, <laughs> I, I got a gray one thinking, oh, it, it'll never get dirty. No, it's just a dirtier gray. Yeah, I, I the the first and last white jersey I ever owned was a, a white Evan Longoria jersey. And then after that, I'm like, nope, no more. It's it, it was just it was just too it was bad. I would yeah, definitely oh yeah. go with the, the Columbia blue or whatever they call them. Yeah, Columbia blue is my favorite. Except yeah, I got I got a Columbia Blue Garza jersey. It was like it was almost three hundred bucks, and it was like a four XL. And then I lost a shitload of weight, and, and now I can't wear it anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is disadvantages of dropping weight. I know, like fuck, <laughs> man, that, that thing was awesome. Fact. And we traded Garza the, the year after. One more fat guy problems. Yeah, no, I what? I just I just have a dark blue Geo Fitz Rays jersey. That's all I have. Yeah, go. You know what? People give people shit when they go with their name, but hey, you're not going to get traded. Yep. <laughs> like I have plenty of I have plenty of jerseys sitting in my closet that I'll never wear again yep. to a game. At I least. just really wish I had a common name like that would a player who ne- is never going to have my last name. Hey, guys, uh, let's go around the horn here. Uh, best player jersey that you'll no longer wear. So like in other words, like the best the best, uh, you know. Who's who's hanging up in your jersey in your in your uh, closet right now? Well, I'm gonna have to think about this one. So I got I already got mine. All right, you go then. Barrett Rude and Ooh. and <laughs> Josh Freeman. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Hi-y-y. Ah, those are two, <laughs> two two like terrible ones. Yeah. I don't know. So, who wants to go next? I can go next. All right, go ahead. So all of mine are new enough that I don't regret any of them. Like really? I have I have uh I have Hedman Johnson uh and Stamkos for blue lightning jerseys. Awesome. I have a uh Kucherov third. I have a green with the, the the green from this year um with my name on it. And then I have a Moto Hedman, a CSKA, uh Kucherov, a Moose Job, Braden Point, and Spaceballs the Jersey. Oh, so you, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, dude, you the, all those are those are great. Jared I would wear that spaceballs jer- the jersey to a wedding. Jared I wore it to uh, Halloween. I, oh. I wore it to Halloween, uh, the Halloween game, and I I had a guy that 
uh, he was walking by me and he saw it and read it and he was just like, it's all about the merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people in the chat are like chiming in, but uh, um, J- Jared, he says, uh, Jared, uh, he says Michael Clayton was one of his. Oh, and then Grape Grape Walsh says Curtis Granderson and Ivan Rodriguez. I don't know if that is, is he a Pudge t- Rodriguez, dude. Pudge, Pudge. Is he a Tigers the fan? catcher? Yeah, I'm guessing he's talking about Tigers. But yeah. like, I don't know for the Tigers. Like, uh, you you could still wear Pudge Rodriguez. Like he he's very well known as a Tiger, and I think that I think that like I think that's one that you could keep wearing. Wait, we're, we're, I want to know where's the guy because th- this guy is out there. There's two of these guys out there. Where's the guy with the fucking Gaines Adams jersey? <laughs> and where's where's the guy with the uh um Will Smith? No, Pat Burrell jersey. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ah. Okay, so I've got two. I've got one that I'm the most ashamed of and one that I'll just never wear again, but I don't I'm not ashamed of it. Which one do you want first? Uh most ashamed of, please. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I have a Darrell Rivas jersey. Yeah! <laughs> there you go. Shut it down. It's over. It's over. <laughs> and then I have a Julio Lugo jersey. Oh, Ooh, you remember him? That's, those are two. Yep. Do you remember Julio Lugo? Fuck. I'm never going to wear that again because no one. <laughs> Anthony wins. Yep. I, I, remember. Uh, I mean, I've, I've only got one. Both of them don't fit me anymore, so it wouldn't matter. Well, the Revis fits me, but the Lugo definitely doesn't fit me anymore. But... <laughs> Nick, Nick, what do you got? Well, one of them I don't. I mean, I've got two old ones. One of them I, w- I would wear again, honestly, because it's Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yep. that's solid. That's fine. Yeah, it's, no, he never did good, anything man. to shame us. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Marty St. Louis. And that's mm. You're never going to wear that again, are you? I, uh-huh. would wear, I would totally wear a St. Louis jersey. I would, I would too. Not to a game, but I'd I'd wear one. I think I think that that jersey. If I had a Marty jersey, I think it would go into my closet for five years, and then maybe I would consider pulling it out. I literally have moved it past the kids' clothes that I will never wear again. Hey Nick, it's behind that. Nick, doesn't your wife's dad have a Madden jersey? No, my wife has a Madden. jersey. Your wife does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like a Joe Madden. A Joe Madden. Yeah, like a Joe Madden. Like number seventy. Number seventy. That's pretty sweet, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah Honestly, she loves it still. <clears throat> it's still a pretty cool, but it's it's a nice jersey. I have a signed mm-hmm. Marty jersey that I, I've been meaning to get framed for I don't know how long yeah. to put up. I got, but, I got but after everything I got happened, I like put it off. You. I got a frame for you. It's my garbage can. Oh. oh wow. Shit. Wow, you're still you're still really bitter. Nick, you're you're almost as good as the Detroit fans with those fucking jabs right there. Hey, hey, you be nice to the Detroit Detroit fans. You got some After a- tomorrow. They're just like every other tourist around here. Got some attendance <laughs> jokes you want to throw in? I think I think Anthony's got to win that with the with the Revis. Oh shirt. yeah. Oh, I hate that jersey. I want to, but I can't get rid of it because I spent. And I'm the, I never bought. I ne- I don't know what possessed me to buy that jersey because I never buy football jerseys because I hate wearing them. To be honest with you. Cause I just they, I just don't like the way it feels. Hey, I'd, I'd keep it. I'd keep that. But uh, I keep it just to remind me that like how fast things can change around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a guy I've seen him a couple times that he took a uh, white jersey, like it was the the one bef- the one from before the current jerseys. Took a white jersey and he put um, Dan Milan on it. <laughs> Why did you? 
<laughs> yeah, well, it, Anthony knows who Dan Milan is. I don't know if yeah, if, fucking, nope. if no. you guys know. Nope. So he was he was a guy that yeah. was he was signed in before the 2012-13 season because the team really needed defensive depth. Like it, you know the 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 cupboard was just bare in the organization as a whole. They needed defensive depth. Yeah. 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 And you know this is a guy. Um, you know, and actually, he's he's really really popular on social. Oh, media. I know, I totally know who this is. That's right, Smile and Milan. Hot. That's his whole game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all yeah, the, yeah, the ladies is. love him. And he's yeah. he's he's jacked. But like this guy did that to the jersey, and he literally, like, Dan Milan has literally played one AHL game, and yep. that's the highest level of he's hockey terrible. he's ever played. He's huh. not good. And I think yes. he's out of the organization now, isn't he? Yeah, no, the, he, yeah. his his contract was up last year, and he, like they they had sent, they had shipped him off to Wichita, and he ended up staying there, resigning with them. But like, this is a guy that like okay, just going back through like his last three seasons. So he spent or last uh, yeah last three seasons, he was at uh, the Brampton Bees to the CEHL, which mostly has been folded into the ECHL. He had in fifty games, he had ten points and one hundred and eight penalty minutes. Uh, last year, uh, yeah, last year in Wichita, which is the ECHL team, he had 178 penalty minutes and 17 points in 70 games. And this year, he had uh, 132 penalty minutes and 10 points in 68 games. That would be the equivalent of like the double A, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, the biscuits. He can't even crack the AHL lineup on an AHL team that didn't have a really great defensive depth this year. Like they weren't like their defensive core wasn't the best. Well, really, over the last you know four years, yeah, you know, if you can't even slot in on a third pairing, like, come yeah, on. I mean, it, yeah. last year, like, especially last year, like he was still under contract last year. Why would and, you get that jersey? Yeah, well, I don't know. He's not even that good looking. I don't no, shut that. up, Kyle. He's not. He's really not. <laughs> like when I when I think of like good looking dudes, like Kiermaier. He's not that good looking. He's he's a different kind of look than Tiermeyer, than Kiermaier though. He looks like the same fucking mayonnaise jar head guy as all the other hockey players. <laughs> like what separates him from Matt Carl? Nothing. It's, it's uh, actually money. Um, well, I mean, no, 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 besides no. the obvious, Matt Carl does not have a two way contract. Yeah. <laughs> besides the fucking obvious, I'm just saying. Uh, Milan's also a lot more ripped than Carl is. Carl's a little pudgy. Yeah. So now I, we're getting into some. I saw in the chat, uh, Stephen Dolib said he had a, he had a, a a sign or a Will Myers jersey. Uh, a lot of people had a Will Myers jersey. Yeah, a lot. I'm like everybody at, thought I'm he was the second Myers coming. Bobblehead. Yeah, I still have that bobblehead. Yeah, I don't know. So, so. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder if Kurt Schilling can find a jersey. Oh boy! Says Stephen. What happened to Kurt Schilling? What happened to that guy? Got fired. Why? Because of his latest co- his latest ignorant comment. What did he do this time? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. So he yeah, I'll was, let Kyle look. It up. <laughs> he, he 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 posted a picture because um, it's you know because there's a lot of this a lot of stuff going around about the North Carolina law that um you know like it's it's not oh, great for transgendered sense. people. Oh, oh yeah, the whole yeah, it's, thing. it's it's more it's more about transgendered. Uh, ah. than, than same sex but um did like he posted a picture i actually haven't seen the picture but he posted a picture that was disparaging of it and he said like he had a comment that was something like 
a man is a man no matter what they call themselves. And uh, so, yeah, so that's the, you know, very uh, insensitive uh, remarks to, to make, and you know, especially in the world that, that we're in now. And uh, so today ESPN fired him. And, you know, and to add on to what Gio said, it's not only this incident that's led to his no, firing. No, no, sure he's had many prior stupid ass things that he's yes. posted on social media, like that Nazi thing. That I was posted. just looking at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Nazi like, thing. It says, it says, uh, it said only five to ten percent of Muslims are extremists. Or extremists in nineteen forty, only seven percent of Germans were Nazis. How'd you, how'd that go? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but like, I, you know, to be honest, he was lucky to get fired then. Yeah, how many strikes has the guy had? Like, well, how many strikes are you gonna get? Like, at th- least, this is, at least, <laughs> at least two, and then he fouled off a fucking load. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way to, way to work that in there, Kyle. See that? Just take that on ramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? I can't find it though. The, whatever he said. He's eh. he's a piece of shit. That's just the bottom he line. He is a piece it. of shit. He's you know what he is? He's that old man that refuses to change those ways. I you know it's gonna you know it's gonna hire him. You know it's gonna hire him probably. It's Fox. Fox Sportsnet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's a he's a. Uh, if this was the Bush administration, Kurt Schilling would be like, ah, fuck it, who cares? But now you know it's Obama. And we've had eight years of a liberal. Everybody's like, oh, my feelings and safe spots. <laughs> and safe spots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm sure whatever he said was uh, was uh, awful and horrible, and he probably deserved to be. It's a, it's of he it's does. just ignorant. Like that's all it is. It's yeah, just it's a one-sided ignorant. point of view that's, yeah. that's based upon hate. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. Here we go. Oh, that's... Guy, oh, guy bleeds oh. a little in his sock, and he just thinks he can say whatever eesh. he wants. Oh, ah, eesh, ah, okay, yeah. Now, okay, so what What Kurt Schilling did is he posted a picture of, um, let's say, does everybody, does everybody know who Joey Diaz is? I do not. Okay, Joey Diaz is a comedian, and uh, he posted a picture of what essentially looks like Joey Diaz in drag with, like, a whip, and it says in big capital letters, let him in to the restroom with your daughters, or else you're a narrow-minded, judgmental, unloving, racist bigot who did, who needs to die. Yeah, man, I don't know. Maybe don't be tweeting <laughs> that kind of shit out, especially if you're, like, your public figure. Like, yeah, maybe exactly. Don't, maybe don't be saying that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I yeah I, I think uh, ESPN was smart to like cut ties with the guy. They should have cut oh, yeah. ties with him a while ago. That's like my whole point. Yeah, yeah, should, yeah. He should have been gone a while ago. Can you imagine what? Uh, you know what? Let's be fair. Berman would not be working at ESPN if there was Twitter in the eighties. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> You're with me, leather. Yeah. You ever seen the outtakes where the people walking in the background of his eyesight? <laughs> Those are the best. Wait, what? What? You've never you, seen that Kyle? You've never seen that Kyle? Well, let's let He's us... like record. You know his little thing that he does on like Sunday nights to like wrap up the NFL day or he does like a quick highlight of all the games? Yeah. On ESPN. He was doing that and people kept walking like in his line of sight. And it was fucking him up. He's like and He's just like, you know, god fucking damn it. Mo- so you got to fucking do that right now. Now, yeah. <laughs> Look at Rebecca. Here we go. Oh, it's our last one. I know. I just found out. Wait, what? No, I'm not. Wait. I know you're not. That's not it. What are you That's doing? Not it? No, it's it's like on the set. Yeah, it's like he's literally reading, doing a reading. He's trying to do his thing, and people are just. Let's see. Oh, is it this? Maybe it's this. 
I'm gonna go with that because I can't see, but sounds TV good. And I got 18... Here we go. Yeah. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only. Everybody can we stick? Jesus Christ! I mean, it's not that much to ask. Is that when everybody has to move when I'm trying to concentrate? Jesus. And these guys thought I was a painter. <laughs> I mean, it's so rude. I can't believe it. That's it's so goddamn rude. Yeah, get him. Why does everyone all of a sudden have to move? That two fucking hours to move around. Oh! <laughs> Jesus. I'm back, 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 back. Something like a chicken. <laughs> I, want, I want to see what. I, that, that was great. Oh, 2000. That was back when Dennis Miller was doing Monday Night Football. Yep. <laughs> hey. I haven't seen this kind of a defense since the Phalex is in the fucking Roman Empire. <laughs> oh, good one, Dennis Miller. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. So, you know, by the way this podcast has started, you'd think that there's not much going on right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we move on, I'd like, uh, Anthony, what happened with that with the guy from the Blackhawks? Andrew Shaw? Andrew Shaw. Oh, where to begin? Andrew uh, Shaw got suspended t- today. He today. was just, to put it bluntly, uh, he's just being a shit shithead in the third period. Uh, he decided that to take a, pe- a stupid penalty with a, with a few minutes to go in the game uh, when the Blackhawks are trying to tie it. He proceeds to then flick off the ref with both middle double, fingers. Double, yeah, double middle yeah, fingers. Yeah, double middle fingers. Double barreled. And then, and then when he's in the box... This is to quote him. I, he said something to the effect of fucking, yeah, fucking F. Fucking, fucking faggots. That is go. what he said. Yep. I just didn't want to know if you did. Yeah, that's okay. No, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take the hit. Yeah. I'll be the guy that takes the hit. He said. Okay. He's, he, he called basically somebody on the he blues the ref, a faggot. The ref. Or a ref. They called him a yeah. faggot. Yeah. So. And, and it looked like he did it twice, actually. That'll get was you like, suspended every time. Yeah, because there was, there was like where he... Like right, like right when the ref was first throwing him in the box, it looked like he said it, and then he gave the the double barreled salute on the way to the box, and then when he was in the box, he said it again. Like he was like pounding his stick on the glass to get the ref's attention to yep. yell at him. He's uh, it was a dis- it was just one of those displays where you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not going to be able to hear it, Kyle. You know, you, you can't. Yeah, no, you'll. It was a read. A, you could clearly see it. You could read his lips. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Hmm. That oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, that don't make for good podcasting. No. Nope. Yeah. the the best The best part too is after the game, he said he forgot what he said and that emotions ran high. No, he didn't. Well, maybe, maybe. Well, now today, after he got suspended, he apologized for what he said. I, uh, oh, is another no, one I think he did that before, Gio. Unless he knew that he was getting suspended, because it came out after you, that, after the apology that he was getting going in, You have to know saying going into saying that you're going to get suspended. I don't yeah, know that's yet. probably what it was. And then and, he you probably know, already uh, knew, but it hadn't come out yet. Yeah, and and then he he also got a five thousand dollar fine for flicking off the officials. Well, that 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 perhaps is warranted. I mean, but this is a, I mean, Shaw's a pretty key player on the Blackhawks and it's a pretty big deal because they're on the brink of elimination now. Like if they lose this next game, they're out. Oh God, I that'd know, be amazing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, yes. I'm so yeah. you know, it was great too is, you know, so he, he went into the box with like 204 left, something like that. Right. Yeah. So, 
So they're down a man. They pull the Chicago pulls the goalie so that they're five on five. Shaw comes out of the box, and then right at the whistle of like just raw starts out, and literally everybody except for the Blues goaltender gets ten minute misconducts. Yep. <laughs> wow. Like he just it was just one of those. It was almost like an advocator in game two. Is that when he wailed on? Yeah, it was game, yeah, game, yeah. game he two. He wailed on Blunden. It was almost a display like that, but worse. Just, I mean, just, just being a complete shithead, yep. as I said earlier. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. And that'll get you a game if you're if you're not careful. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> there's only get a game. Yeah, but that's in the playoffs. That's that's like. Well, no, I know, like, I understand, yeah. but yeah, yeah. That's an elimination yep. game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, somebody got suspended. They were they did something pretty heinous, and it was like five game suspension, and the team didn't have five games left. So, I, if, whatever team he was on, if he made the playoffs the next year, he would have to sit out the first three. <laughs> Interesting. That's yep. fucking terrible. The Blackhawks yeah. have had two suspended players this playoffs. Duncan Keith was out for the first game of the first round. Oh come on! And then now Shaw is out for this one. That just breeds of poor coaching. Keith Keith should have been out for so much longer though. They only suspended Duncan him for Keith. S- yeah, that was a terrible. Keith was, Keith is one of the those low key dirty players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and just like the worst the worst part about Keith is that he's done it before and only got suspended for one game. He yeah. obviously hasn't learned his lesson. That's a pretty dangerous. Cool. Clearly, play it. It should have been ten games. Wow. I agree. I agree. Oh, t- yeah, because it was the, I was going to say, yeah, it was in the regular season when it started. This yeah, it was, it was yeah. It was, it was five five regular season games, five playoff games what it should have been. Yep. Because I, you, you, dude, that's that's so de- like it, that's such a dangerous play. Like it all it takes it's, is it's like insanely dangerous. Yeah. I mean, like it, like um whoever the wild player is, he's lucky he didn't break his nose. It was coil, I think, but that doesn't really matter. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, to to go back to the uh, the original thing with uh, Andrew Shaw, it's uh, do you think it's more of a thing where he just got caught? You know, I would like to think that because I think that there's a lot of really horrible shit set on the ice. I I know there's a lot of horrible shit. Yeah, set on- I, I I think that I think there is, but when it gets on camera. Yeah. And it's and the entire world sees it, and there's there's you know the Twitter's all over it and all that stuff. The NHL has to do something, of course. I, yeah, I you don't know? like in my I, I don't know like I don't think that he meant it as like a gay slur, because like well, I, what else is it then? Well, I know a lot of white people who who grew up listening to Eminem know that it's just something that you fucking say, and it doesn't. It's uh, I'm not. It's not. No, I don't think it was. He meant it as a derogatory slang, saying you guys like men, and that's a bad thing. I think he just meant it as a bad. It was you just, know, yeah. He, he was using it as not a curse word, okay. but but like the thing thing that that I see with it is like, or right, when when I get pissed, I say my most common curse words. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, like those yeah. are the ones that come out. The things that I say the most often. I mean, yep. fuck, fuck shit, shit bitch, fuck. ass. <laughs> you know, like that's what that's what comes out. You know, when I when I'm angry, which in the heat of the moment, that, as he would put it. Yeah, and the one yeah. that's the way that that you know that he put it. So I mean, like to me, that sounds like you know for it to come up and you know in the heat of the moment, 
it's probably something he says fairly often. I don't know. I wouldn't I, be surprised. For but... me, I as a person that says fuck shit and, uh, very often, I mean, you've listened to this podcast, like there's like there's like tears to it. Like depending on my level of anger, there's like a fuck god damn it, son of a bitch. And there's like yeah. you cock sucking motherfucking piece of shit. I fuck like yeah, I think that's 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 appropriate. Yeah. My wo- my word that I use a lot that a lot of people don't use is cunt. 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 <laughs> I just I think like if, if I've I've certainly been guilt, been guilty of calling somebody a faggot if I'm in traffic and they cut me off and, and like <laughs> man woman or child I go like you fucking faggot motherfucker <laughs> like something like that like I think that's kind of the context that he meant was it was it right for him to say no probably not like it's it's probably something okay. he should not have said and he's okay. got to hold himself to a certain standard especially being that he's being nationally broadcast over I don't know. How many countries? Right. And I want to bring this up, though. Would you, let's say, I don't know, you get pissed at something at work. Are you going to fucking use faggot? No, of course not. Context? No, no, no. I okay, wouldn't. You're so right. So this is his job. You're right. That's true. Hockey is his job. You know, he gets paid to do this. It's in front of a live TV audience. You can't just be throwing around words like that. That's true. Yeah. Or you gotta have some off. self-control. Now, if he was like you, if he banged the glass and the ref looks at him, he goes, "You're a motherfucker," like that. Yeah. No one would have cared. Oh, that happens Nobody all the time. Would have cared. That yeah, yeah. Funny. yeah. We won't have laughed about it. What was that one? There was a clip where it was um, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was James Neal uh, took a dive, and I th- it was, and the ref goes, "Fuck you! I'm giving you a fucking penalty." And it yeah, was like, yeah, no, it was to both of them. On the no, yeah, the ref skates over to two guys that are scrumming. It might have been Neal, and he goes, "Fuck both of you guys! Wait, You're wait. both going to the box." Stand by. And the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. By yep. the way, uh, Dole Whips pointed out in the chat that Shaw was the guy who bit Headman. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's a piece of shit. I, you know, there's, there's, plenty, there's plenty of them in hockey, man. You yeah. know what? Um, on the way to on the way to work, they were talking about like, you know, who's your piece of shit for sport sports uh, players, and somebody brought up uh, Druin, and I don't. Ah, we'll get we'll get that later. We'll get that later, Nick. Yeah, we'll we'll save that. We got a lot. To yeah, talk we got to save that. Yeah, I, I go ahead. I have you. one. I have one more thing on Shaw. Go ahead. Um, it's it's really kind of ironic because just a few weeks ago, the Blackhawks did a little ad campaign with uh, the You Can Play project, which is a uh, you know, project that um, you know, promotes diversity in sports. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> the and they. Also, I think I heard something about they lended the cup to a, a gay pride parade. Yeah. Jesus, Blackhawks. Yeah, I think I, I, that I, now that might have just been something on Twitter and it might not be. I'm sorry. Right. I, I haven't checked that. So don't take my word on I it. I mean, but, the Blackhawks yeah. would have no say in that anyways. That's yeah. all the Hall of Fame and and you know, those, yeah, true. the, Very the true. trustees. I yep. see why. I see why you know the, why the backlash is there. And I think that's, you know, that perhaps that's warranted because if it if it if it's sort of hips the entire NHL not to say those kind of words, then that's fine. But I think as a whole, I told Anthony this, I, th- I think that we're the ones that make those words hurt. You know, I, 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 I live to see a day or I love to see a day where the word faggot doesn't hurt anybody because it doesn't mean anything anymore because everybody just uses it. And it's just out there in the zeitgeist. Nobody cares. Nobody, everybody uses it like cunt, like cunt in Australia. Everybody, everything in Australia is you're a cheeky cunt. You're a right cunt. You're this, that, you know, 
If you go to Australia, it's it's nothing. That the, the word cunt is nothing in Australia. I I I wish I could see the day where where these kind of big buzzwords that that news stations won't say. Well, he called him the f word. He called him the n word. Uh, I I I would love to see a day where those where those words are disarmed and they're no longer used to hurt anybody and they're just used as fucking just words. They're just ah, they're words, whatever. I don't. I well, I agree with you to an extent. I do think that a word like faggot or the n-word and stuff like that i think it's especially these days it's gonna it's it still is hurting people it is trying to say and you can't And look don't say the n-word say nigger because if you say the n-word then you're making somebody else say it just say nigger fine i mean that's how it goes i'm sorry i mean i'm sorry i'm not trying to offend anybody but that's honestly the way because i've been i've been i know but that's honestly the way (laughs) it is you're you're making somebody say in their head so you might as well just say it okay anyway (laughs) The words the like words like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. And I, I, in in the current climate of things, and the current way that things are, it's they're unacceptable. And and for, Shaw was suspended for it. So I I think, given the context of the situation, yeah, I think that that's that's that, that's the right thing to do. I think looking big picture. What I'm trying to say is looking big picture. I I I, I really hope that there's a day where those words don't hurt anybody. Do you, like, I is, agree does, with you. Does people, do people understand that? Like, I don't. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. You're not. You're not saying that they're okay. You're just saying you hope one day that they're that they're not going to hurt anybody. Right. But that's not yeah. the day. You can't do that yeah. on the ice. Right. Right. Well, you can, but just make sure there's a camera not looking at you. Yeah. It's basically what just happened. But, oh yeah. But <laughs> just get, don't get caught. Yeah. Let's move. Let's it. move away from the touchy now. Let's. Let's. I don't want to. I hope that's I didn't. True. I hope I didn't upset anybody. If I did, I apologize. No, we shouldn't have because we were. Yeah. We were respectful. About I, it. I have opinions on it, and there might not be like the the, the popular opinion, but I, I think. Was yeah, I've said it before. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares about me? So uh, we've we've gone way far further into this than I thought we would. It's a pretty deep conversation. To be yeah, honest. and we've there's got, a lot to that. Then you know there is a lot to that, but we have a lot to cover uh, because we have not covered. There's two major active franchises right now. I mean, okay, well, real quick, do you guys, Josh Norman, yes or yeah. no? No. Oh. No. 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 I thought I just thought you thought you meant like do you know of him oh no, no okay. i don't want that. i don't want any part of that yep. Geo, depends any, any? on the price <laughs> it's gonna be high so yeah it'll be high yeah the price is going to be too high but like i mean there, obviously there is a price where you know the the price is right yes it's just Look, not if, he, if, he came, if if he came to a, a reasonable deal then fuck yeah Let's do it, but that's not going to happen. So, yeah. so no. A good friend obviously, of mine. Obviously, obviously, the Panthers wanted something reasonable, and he didn't want it. On so. the other hand, on the other hand, they're like, there's some thought that um, that philosophically, the Panthers GM doesn't want to pay big money for a cornerback. And like, and I also look at you know the Bucks, you know, salary cap, and what they still have like a half a million, half a billion dollars left, right? Uh, they've got quite a bit. I don't know the exact. Yeah, number. the Bucks. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. The the Bucks got quite a few cap left. Uh, quite a bit of cap left. I think they've been pretty smart. At, there's one thing they've been smart with is financial stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, and if they could structure it right to limit their risk, then I don't. Think, I don't know. If, I don't think that's going to happen. No, Josh? I don't. Th- and I, I and I'd rather just get somebody in the draft. Yeah, Josh Norman wants that paper, son. He's twenty nine yeah. years old. I don't. I don't. I don't Get know. somebody cheap in the draft, and hopefully, like, if you're gonna go, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna pick at nine. I really don't. But I, I don't want it to be Hargraves, though. Really? 
I, I'm that's a little a bit of homerism of with me. Like I, I know that he has flaws. Like I, I'm willing to accept that, but I really do think he's, he could be a really good corner, but there's some Homer behind that. So. Yeah. I, uh, I told somebody. Fuck you, Dom. I'll save the H3. <laughs> there was two there. I, like this, this, that podcast that I did, the uh, 30 fans in 30 days podcast. We're like, hey, who do you think we should draft? And like, if anybody knows me from this podcast, I know I'm not paying attention to the draft. So I'm like, I don't know, Hargraves, whoever the fuck, whoever. I, I said, whoever we pick, I'm sure that they're going to pan out in about three years when we fire Dirk Cutter and he gets traded to the Patriots. So. Nah, we'll get Bosa. <laughs> yeah. Or Bosa, Bosa. Yeah, whatever. I'd be okay with Bosa. You do. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine on Twitter, DH Tampa. He's been on the Mixler chat before. He says, he said about uh, Josh Norman. He says, never underestimate the Twitter stock of an NA, uh, of an NFL free agent with name recognition. Totally. And it's totally. true. Yeah, everybody wants yep. that dude. So he's gonna be high price. I know that name. I want that guy. Yep, pretty much. Yep, he's so good. Oh my god. But that goes right along with winning the off season. Exactly. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to. You well, can win the off season and it doesn't matter. <laughs> let's let's take a break because we've talked a bunch of bullshit, but we haven't talked about the the two huge things or the two franchises that are currently active in Tampa Bay. We have a lot yep. to talk about on the back end, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break. There, there, they, there will actually be a word from our sponsor after this, and then we'll come back um, after that. Folks in the Mixler chat, there there are nine of you: Stephen Dolwitz, uh, Jared, Dom Hunt, uh, Grape Welsh. Derek and uh, Andrew stick around please stick around we will be back in just a few seconds Uh, we're going to go take a break reset uh, the chats and everything and uh, we're going to talk rays we're going to talk lightning definitely definitely got to talk those two so uh, we'll be right back Hank Conger RBI hey guys it's Kyle Uh, I'm here to tell you about Loot Crate you heard in the beginning of the show uh, that this podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service uh, for geek. They say geek, epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. I don't like the word epic. Just it's 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 one of those. It's a box full of like T-shirts, those little bobbleheady toy things, and and more. Uh, I need to kind of <laughs> research it and do like a, like some unboxing videos, which I have not done yet, but I will. I'm actually they're actually going to send me one. And uh, I'm going to pass it around to all the, the Shark Trapper fellas so they can kind of get an idea of, of what is in these things. Uh, but for less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items. And it has, has licensed gear, uh, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items and more. Uh, you have until the 19th of each month at 9, a, 9 p.m. rather Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's crate. Uh and when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's all over. So they have these special, they have these special crates. They, I think they did one for Game of Thrones. They did one for Aliens, and I'm sure they did one for like Avengers, or, or they'll do one for Civil War. I, I think I don't know. Um, first spring, it was uh, loot crate. Loot. Uh, you, you got loot pets, level up, and DX. I don't know what that is. Edit a podcast at 6 a.m., Kyle. What could go wrong? I don't know. This is only take three. But hey, check it out, guys. Spring is springing. So grab a map, your bag of holding, and some friends. Because April's theme is quest! Exclamation point. We're forming a party to explore everywhere uh, and everything. From far-off kingdoms to worlds hidden within worlds. 
with exclusive items from Labyrinth, Harry Potter, History Channel's Vikings, and Uncharted 4, which, fuck me, I can't wait for that game. Uh, and of course, we've got our t-shirts and loot pins to help equip you for your adventures, exclamation point, again. So, make sure you check it out. And I really got to get my hands on one of these to actually accurately tell you about it, but check it out. If you go to Shark Dropper, or if you go to LootCrate.com slash shark uh, and enter the promo code SHARK, you get yourself $6, I think it's $6 off of your first loot crate so that's a pretty good deal it helps us out as well so again that is lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark we're back on the podcast all right cool yeah that was that was a crazy break (laughs) and did you what about those ads Mm. Go down smooth. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I, I'm supposed to do an ad. I'll do that tomorrow morning. You'll get sexy voice, Kyle. You just heard sexy voice, Kyle. 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 You just heard, oh. no, no, you just, <clears throat> you just heard this guy. <clears throat> Caroline, uh, <clears throat> we got we got a couple deals for you here at, uh, at Fusilokia. Uh, you you come down to the, uh, you, you come down, you no, you come down to the Fusilokia. You make a basketball shot. We'll give you two free Kias, and it's going to be huge, Vlada, huge. Jesus you ever notice Christ. how he always interrupts Kate? Always. Always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's trying to give away the address, and he's like, you. Shut up, Caroline. Look, we, we, we've got keys. We've got to give, give away. Uh, if you can eat this whole sub in 10 minutes, we'll take 10% off MSRP. You can come. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get into the radio advertisements here because they make me want to go to sleep. I love <laughs> those, those. Those fucking, the Fusilo Kia ads are the second to none. The guy's a fucking genius because like he, it's like he does a new ad every week or every day. So like I got to listen to the, the crazy shit that he says because sometimes he's like, Caroline, we're, we were down at Burns Steakhouse last night. And those steaks are huge. Tampa, huge. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't even talk about cars. Like, what is this? It's fucking amazing. You know, that, that is one place I have yet to go to. Burns Steakhouse? Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. fancy. Yeah, I know. It's fancy and expensive. I'll say this much. I've been there, and I've eaten in only the dessert room, so I've actually not eaten any food there. And their desserts were above average. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'm not surprised, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Something like I would expect. So- I mean, fancy for me is Chili's at the moment. <laughs> Fuck so- yeah. yeah. College kid. Bro. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, no, for you, it should be Applebee's for those half-price apsies. Dude, <laughs> Applebee's is trash. Throw Applebee's in the trash. I don't think we have an Applebee's. The only reason you go to Applebee's is for half-price appetizers when you're drunk. Yep. Yeah, he's right. Or if there's it's, a line at Chili's. Or if there's a line at Chili's. Yeah. There's a, they just built an Outback in the in the city. Went crazy, to be honest with you. Because oh my god, we got an Outback. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I know, was. It's so funny. I didn't think you guys were that backwoodsy up there. We're not really, but it, it, the people aren't. But the city is, if that makes sense. Because there's still like big open fields everywhere and stuff yeah, like that. Like it, it, yeah, it the. Population itself has caught up with the date, but the right. city. So the it. city, in turn, is starting to catch up. Look, a- Andrew Katzman. Andrew Katzman yep. in the chats has a point. He says everybody, everybody uh, on the bolts loves them some Olive Garden. Mm, yeah. We have a Carabas. Why would you go to Olive? Garden? Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right, Caroline. That Olive Garden's huge. To spend. Yeah, super Toscana. <laughs> Woo! Nah, you gotta get that sun-dried tomato penne pasta, whatever the fuck that is. 
Yes. Super Toscana is a soup. Oh, Word of oh. the Bay. Word yes. of the Bay. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. This is going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> Word of the Chain Restaurant. Hey, guys. Ever been to fucking Moscato's? Stand yeah, up. ever been to PDQ? It's like Chick-fil-A, but without hating the gay people. It, it's pretty oh. damn quick. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Nick wins the fucking... So, uh, <laughs> Nick wins the like chain last, restaurant. Oh, was it last September or October or something like that? I went up to uh, Minnesota for our, our, where our corporate headquarters are, and they were just opening a, a Chick-fil-A like right down the street. And I didn't realize that this is literally like the second one in Minneapolis. Oh, shit. So, like, so this is like still brand new. It's a big deal. And yeah, so like I get there on Monday. Tuesday, I'm driving into the office, and I see it. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, Chick-fil-A, great breakfast. And I go, and I drive by it, but there's like – they got like streamers across the entrances and a bunch of people in tents. <laughs> and I'm going, Oh yeah, dude. WTF. Yeah. No. It turn, turns out that Thursday morning was the open or no Wednesday morning was the opening and the first hundred people would get free breakfast for a year. Yeah, man. How'd you not, Joe, you're from the South. How'd you not know that? The Chick-fil-A's are already open. I guess that's true, yeah. Dude, when, like, when, you said, when you said there were streamers and tents, I thought you meant caution tape and something bad had happened there. <laughs> like people died. Yeah, yeah people yeah, died really at the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I th- that's what I thought when you said streamers <laughs> and tents. But no, it was just free breakfast. So I ended up having breakfast like twice and lunch once. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever see a day where the Rays will give out a free Chick-fil-A sandwich for every 10 strikeouts that they have? Fuck no. I, I don't know how far <laughs> is Chick-fil-A going to fall in their advertising dollars. I just, I don't know how far the Rays going to fall in the standings before, like, before we go back to the free donut with each win. That sounds more like a Blackhawks promotion, to be honest maybe, with you. Maybe if they moved to, to Tampa. Oh, yeah. Ooh, free Cuban. Ah, Dude, I, we need free Cubans. Oh, well, well, we need free Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> free, uh, free. Okay, so you guys need to come down here to Sarasota. There's this place that's called Sofrito Mamas. It's a little hole in the wall Puerto Rican place. Like they started doing catering and like they opened the restaurant just so they'd have like a professional kitchen to work in. But the restaurant's like completely taken off. They're looking for a bigger space because of it. But they make a Cuban Rican and like I don't know if you guys have ever had Puerto Rican, but they like the kind of like the specialty is pernil, which is um, basically a roast pork that's shredded and it's fucking delicious. So my stepmom makes it. Yeah. So so then you know you know pernil's good then. Oh yeah. So they make a a Cuban, but instead of doing sliced ham, they put the pernil on it, and it's so fucking good. Ooh. That does sound good. She's not gonna. Uh, no, never mind. Okay, <laughs> one free pernil per ten strikeouts. But speaking of strikeouts and speaking of the Rays, uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get into this before, so we can get into the hockey. For fuck's sake, it's almost an hour. <laughs> We're gonna be here for two hours. Okay, who cares? That's okay. Yeah, Nick cares. Nick cares. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> hey, Nick. Seriously, if you if you gotta go, you gotta go. I mean, no, 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 no. But. I think we have a question to ask. Oh, that's right, Nick. What is that question? Do the race suck?
Yeah, yeah, bro. I don't know if anybody was listening last week, but I changed up the music. No, I noticed. I, f- I, f- I forget what I changed it to. I, f- I changed it to um, something cool, something I liked. I forget what it was. Anyways. Anywho, this was a uh, this was actually a good week Tampa Bay for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Was it? Yeah, it. I. You know what? I think. It, I, I think. To ask that question. I think that it was uh, when we left. When we last left our heroes, it was on a Thursday night and a six zero loss to the Cleveland Indians, uh, and that was a day game. Uh, I, who who started that game? I can't remember who started that game. A loser. Probably Archer. Uh, was it Archer? Sounds like it would be an Archer game. I love how oh, all, everybody Archer. says That's like horrible. Oh, I don't want to say that. Archer hasn't won a game yet, right? Archer so. has not won a game. No, no he got rocked today again. Yeah, he's 0-4 yep. at this point. So Something's up, Matt man. Moore, though. Matt Moore looks good. Hiding an injury. Well, let's start with Matt Moore. I mean, Matt Moore, uh, as as Gio said, like looks great. Like Matt Moore has his confidence back. He has his velocity back, which is huge for him. And he's got control. And he's got control. Matt Moore is huge, mm-hmm. Florida. I mean, he's <laughs> he's uh he's looking good. And that was like Matt Moore's whole issue before he, he even got hurt was control, consistent yeah. control, consistent control. Yeah, yeah, you walk too much, right? Yeah, yeah. and and he. Uh, he pitched well. I think he what was it Saturday on the uh, the 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 seven two win against the White Sox. I believe that was the game he pitched. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, definitely uh, it, it had to be because Odorizzi went seven two. No, yeah, that was Morris was closer than that. It was like yeah, I was about to say that wasn't. Hang on, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, okay, no, no, I'm sorry. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. Yep. D- disregard, disregard everything I said. Um. Well, who pitched on? So he must have pitched on Sunday. That's what it was. Sports podcast. I didn't get. I wasn't. I didn't. To, to be honest, I didn't come prepared. So you know, and I see. And this ca- happened to me. This happened to me last year too, with being much more into hockey the past few years. Uh, you know, especially with the Lightning going, you know, into the playoffs and going deep in the playoffs, it's completely taken my attention away from the Rays in the beginning of the season, I agree. and then by yep. the then by the time the Lightning are done with the playoffs, the Rays have like fallen off so much that I just can't get interested. I just I'm the opposite of I I've just forgot because I'm, I'm an idiot. But Dom Hunt <laughs> Dom Hunt 18 corrected me. He said uh, Matt Moore was on Sunday. Andrew Katzman says that uh, Jake Odorizzi pitched on Friday, uh, and then Jake Odorizzi will pitch tomorrow, which is a one o'clock game, which is a Thursday against David Price uh, in the Red Sox. That motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. 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 <laughs> so, I'm kidding. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, let's let's just start with the obvious because this being this being Wednesday, this podcast is coming out on a Wednesday. Uh, that this is a game that uh, Chris Archer pitched, and is did are we have we lost yet? We're gonna lose. We're at seven three in the bottom of the eighth. Seven three in the bottom of the eighth. Chris Archer started off the game and gave up. Chris Archer's gonna lose it for us, Florida. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose a Florida. Uh, Chris Chris Archer gave up a gang of runs in this game, as he has in the in his last three starts. So, the question on everybody's mind, and the question that I'm gonna hear tomorrow morning when I go into my car and I listen to Mark Tompkin on on six twenty, is what is wrong with Chris Archer? I mean, do you do you put Chris Archer down in the rotation? Do you what do you do, what are we what are we gonna do with Chris Archer? Uh, it, basically, is what it is. 
I, I think we're at a point in time where you ride it out. You let him see if he can fix it. It's only yep. it's I- it's only the spin so long. I mean, yes, zero and four is worrying, but I mean, you guys. I mean, at least on the surface, are acting like this is him being like zero for ten with an ERA above four and a half and can't. Well- the thing that concerns me more than any of his stats is that he's not locating at all. Nope. He cannot hit the zone consistently, and he's only got two pitches. He's got a slider and a fastball. Yep. Yeah. And both of those you need to be able to locate. I mean, you need to be able to locate all your pitches, but you know what I'm trying to say. He relies on on really dotting the eye with those pitches. You know, yeah. he does. And he, he does. can't hit anything. Yeah, the fastball velocity has been down, and he just has nothing on the slider. Like the, I, I think uh, who was it? It was David Price. Somebody, somebody said that that uh, Chris Archer's slider is one of the toughest hits or one of the toughest pitches to hit in all of baseball, and he just doesn't have it this year. And it's very apparent that he just he had it in the game I think, one. I think that was Mike Trout actually that said that. Was it Mike Trout? Jesus Christ! It, it was a hitter. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely he had it in game one. And he struck out how many? He struck out quite a few bat, like twelve batters in game one. But even then, he, he gave up some runs early. Yeah, Stephen Dolwip like, says it was Price who said it. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You fight him, Gio. You guys, you guys fight it out. Uh, I was pretty <laughs> sure that there was a that there was a hitter that was saying the same thing. I mean, that sounds about right. I remember what Tory Hunter said about Alex Cobb and his pitches. That it looks like a a, a cartoon ball or <laughs> however he put it, like Looney Tunes. When Cobb pitches, but uh, we're another year away from that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But going back to Archer, I I don't know if it's cause for concern yet. No, but it's something to keep an eye on. It's just it's you disappointing. Know? That's all. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I, like I'm not ready to be like ah, oh, send him down to the minors, get let him work it out. I just it's like, what's wrong with the kid? I I think in my heart of hearts, I don't think he's injured. Uh, I don't think that they're like that. He's changing it because his, his delivery and everything else looks pretty consistent from what I've seen this entire year. I just honestly think it's his head. The, the, like the kid has always been known as a guy that's a, a very thoughtful guy. He's always up in his own head. He's he's a, a smart kid. I think he's up there and he's like, "Fuck, man!" I'm I, like, he's he's in his own head too much. He it's it's Trade it's, him. it's all in his head. Trade him off. Get him out of here. It's like Garza. Yeah, Garza, 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 and Shields—they also did that, that same perfect, thing. No, yeah, Shields, Shields, Shields wasn't nearly as bad about that. No, no, no. But Garza, Garza definitely. Well, there Garza's was definitely. he went to that that uh, sports psychologist to help him. Well, you know, the, did he my, really? thing with, wow. my thing with Archer, and I, I goes back to what Kyle said: is that he thinks a lot, but it, and it, he might be thinking too much. Because, and and you see it in like even in his interviews, like a guy will ask him, like you know, what did you think of today's game? And he goes, well, you know, Socrates once said. You yeah, know, he's that yeah. kind of guy. I you know, said, I said last podcast, he's out there pitching or thinking instead of pitching. Dom Hunt, yeah. Dom Hunt 18, he brings up something too. He says he's noticed that he stepped at the very end of the left side of the rubber and he says he's never seen that before. So, I mean, those little little things like that actually do affect a pitcher's performance. Like last year, I, I swore up and down, up and down. I saw Moore tip his pitches when he was when Moore was going to the fastball at the top end of his delivery. He he pat the glove above his head, and then every time he patted the glove, sure enough, it was a fastball. And I felt like the, the hitters knew that. And I don't see that a lot this year. I think Dom. I think Dom. Maybe he might be onto something. Dom Hickey in the chat. Yeah, fucking he fucking got the information over here, buddy. Yeah. Dom's got the fucking information. 
But I, I don't know. I think I think ninety percent of it is is in his head. He's, he's, I would agree with that. most of it being something he needs to get over mentally. Yeah, and if you put him yep. down, if you put him down in the rotation or something, I think that'll just fuck him up more. He's just gonna think. Not, oh. Yeah, that's not gonna solve anything. Yeah. Okay, but let me put this out there. Do you see any similarities to when? Remember when Price was hiding an injury? I was not, just maybe not hiding. thinking that. That do was. You see, do you see any similarities between Archer and Price? No. no, I don't. I don't because the thing is, is when David Price was doing that, he was wincing. Yeah. yeah, he he had a visible pain that he was like a discomfort at least. It's, it was his wrist, right? Archer just I looks forget. like he's trying to, you know, body language. Like when we bowl, he looks like he was trying to feel the pitch in. Yeah, yeah. I I bet there's probably is something small, mechanical that we just don't recognize. And at some point, you have to hope that, you know, that Hickey's gonna you know figure it Identify out. It. Yeah, and fix it in a bullpen, and just out of nowhere, he's gonna come back. He's gonna pitch an awesome game, and then just go flying from there. I'm gonna. If there's anyone I trust to do that at Hickey. I agree. I agree as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna toot my own horn here. And, and Anthony, beep, beep. you mentioned you you mentioned David Price. Uh, that season that David Price started out uh, very shaky. That was in the early days of this podcast, and actually, yes, it was. I called it to the T. I, I called exactly what it was, and then after that, he said he said what it was. I'm like, yes, I am a god. When really, I just got lucky. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but um, I don't. I don't know. I, I think I don't think anybody is wrong here. I think it's a combination of a lot of things that are going wrong for him. He's just not finding it. He's just not. He's not. Mm, he's just out of his element. He's out of his game right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think That's so too. It. And I think when he finally finds it, he's going to take off and work. And this will be like, oh, remember when Archer had a shitty start? Oh. <laughs> yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be that. <laughs> you know? just, I hope so. His first year clear cut being oh. the guy. Uh, yeah, he kind of got thrust into it last year because of injuries. Yeah, no, like he this is supposed, from the it was onset. Supposed to be Cobb it's like, this last is you, guy. This is your team. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if it's still his team when if Cobb comes back 100. percent Yeah. We'll see. And then, um, I mean, aside from Archer, I think the team has been playing well. Uh, obviously, doing lights out. Smiley had the best had the best pitching performance I've seen in maybe a calendar year. I don't think I've seen a pitching performance like that in a long ass time. That was incredible. I still hold my breath every time he pitches, but yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm finding I just do that for baseball. But still, that was, wasn't wasn't that night, which was uh, that was Wednesday night against the, or I'm sorry, Tuesday night against the Red Sox, a 3-0 win. That was like a classic Joe Madden Rays game, where where like some some pitcher just pitches lights out, our offense can't do shit. The pitcher doesn't end up getting the win, and we end up pulling it out in the end. Like what, yeah, like, or, or we find the bats like it really late. Yeah, in what the top, a, in, a, in the top of an inning usually, yeah. and then they just close it out. That's exactly what happened last Cl- night. Classic Rays win the other yeah. night. That was that yeah. was I don't know. I, but smile like I it, it it hurts that Smiley didn't get the win on that. He pitched. It was a great performance, and then the, like the, bad for him. the 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 best part of that was that bases loaded situation where uh, you had that ground ball that went to Longo. Longo goes to the plate, and then Drew Smiley uh, forces a ground ball on fucking Dustin Pedroia, and he hits into a double play. That was amazing. I, like I was like, it was like 
Oh, I just I love pitching performances like that. That was that was it is so great to watch. special when they can force it. Like I gotta admit, uh, I didn't. I, you were gonna ground out. I barely watched the game because the lightning game was on at the same time. I watched it during intermission, so I didn't get to see a lot of Smiley. But yeah, I heard it was a. I watched it during intermissions as well. I was dual. Yeah. I was dual screening. I had the, my iPad going. I had the main TV on the lightning game. So yeah, I was I was dueling it up last night. And then uh, uh, Katzman says that Odorizzi had a great uh, had a great night on Friday. I didn't. I, I didn't actually didn't get to watch Friday night's game against the White Sox. Uh, but yeah. I mean, obviously he did. If it was a one nothing loss, I really I really think the other three pitchers have been fine. Yeah, or Smiley and Odorizzi, and then Erasmo and his spot start. They've all been good. Erasmo, Erasmo. Okay, I'm I'm glad you mentioned him because you're right, Anthony. Like all the the, the rest of the pitchers have been what we expected out of them. I mean, we've we've got yep. largely what we expected. Erasmo has been fucking better than Archer. Like who thought that? Who knew that yeah, was coming? Nobody would have called that. Yeah, not it's only still early though, but it, it yeah. is. I, I don't know. I think I think Erasmo is the most consistent out of the bunch. I mean, he's which who the fuck called that? <laughs> who called that? And like then, the, it's so weird to go. Oh God, Archer's starting the day. <laughs> like even <laughs> and even last year, who called Erasmo turning it around after those two awful starts he had when he first came over? Nobody. He couldn't hit shit, man. He couldn't hit the zone to save his life. Yeah, those first yeah. couple starts. It's like a it's like a thirteen ERA. Who was that veteran that we signed a, the year before, Eric Bedard or something like that? Eric Bedard. You're, you're exactly Remember how right. bad he started, and then all of a sudden he had like a great, he like flourished to the finish. Yeah, he was like a good fifth starter. That's why I trust Hickey with these yeah. guys. Man. Yeah, yeah, I think. You know, like I said, I think, and, and another thing is like there's. <sighs> Now that we're getting a little bit deeper into the season, I'm starting to see the like the facets of our game turn around, and I think the knee jerk reactions are going away. Where it's like, oh, we got to like, I, I see the defense coming around, I see the hitting coming around, I see the pitching coming around, I see the bullpen coming around, and there's going to be the ebbs and flows. They're going to be bad. They're going to be good. Uh, yeah. But we're 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 we are progressing. We're moving forward into that point of the season where we know pretty much what we're what we're about to see from everybody. So I wouldn't say we're almost there. We're almost there. I don't. I mean, we we we're still very. It's still very early. But I'm just saying that extremely. We're uh, we're showing some not nice tendencies. I'll say that. We're no. We're showing some very good tendencies. We're showing some very bad tendencies. So it's baseball, man. It's baseball. That's that's all it is. It's baseball. Any thoughts on Lomo? I hope that he figures it out at some point. I, I I don't really know. You know, with Miller, even though his his stats are bad, like at least he's making contact, and you can see that like it's gonna come around for him. He's That's gonna get, he's gonna get. But with Morrison, like I haven't seen anything that makes me go. No, oh, because they're mi- yeah. the ball is just missing his bat. <laughs> yeah. 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 More Morrison is is just disappointing. He's but, not seeing the ball well. Yeah. I, I mean, don't think in either facet of the game either with miller even going back to that wednesday night game again i her i'm sorry the tuesday night game against the uh the indians uh he was hitting the ball hard and it just wasn't getting wasn't he, he had a bomb it was against the white Sox. yeah he that was a ridiculous that was Corey dickerson levels yeah was, yeah so yeah <laughs> i think it's i think the the all the facets are coming around it's just like you you got guys like morrison and archer who are just kind of like lagging behind and then and then even even kevin kiermeyer up until last night kevin kiermeyer what was kind of uh dropping the ball a little bit on his end and yeah who knows we we we, we do not have the offense to make up for a bad start 
No, you're exactly that's, right. That's my conclusion with this team. And I know it's early to say that, but if the no, pitcher, the, if the pitcher has a bad start, we don't have the offense to make up for it. Yeah. The last, just don't. the last two games against the, the, uh, the white Sox and the red Sox, they're indicative of what this team needs to be this year. There's a three Oh win that we won in the 10th. And then there was, there was a two, three win. Uh, and, I think that's the, those are the sort of games that we're just going to win that that uh, are going to be our bread and butter this year. Yep, yep, and uh, and that's it, really. I think with the race, to be honest, I think we just need to see the offense be somewhat consistent. I would hope, maybe you know, I don't think like we talked about last week. There's guys in this lineup they're gonna they're gonna get hot eventually and get back to where their career numbers are, you know, still. But yeah. I, I just I just but see a team that's. Week. Yeah, I just see a team that's going to have to scratch out runs and figure it out to win games. Typical Rays. Typical yep, fucking Rays. <laughs> so what's the verdict? I mean, we got to get in the lightning talks. I mean, I I personally, I don't think they suck this week. I don't think they did either. You know what? I think they they won their first series. They took the first one in Boston. They just dropped the second well, one. But I think by virtue of winning their first series, they can't suck. Yeah. Oh, Gio, it doesn't matter what you say at this point because they don't suck. Ooh. But what what's what say you anyways? You know, I think I think they've just been okay so far. I'd agree, mostly. But and and like just I, okay so I, far. I think they're gonna be dun, like dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think the pitching is gonna come around, and that's gonna keep them in a lot more games. I just don't know that the offense has enough to to get it done, and I think they're gonna be just over a five hundred team. Yep. I uh I don't know. I, I I like to be optimistic. I I would hope that they're they do a little bit more than that, but I mean I, I mean, think I, I think I think that they could be in the wild card hunt through August. But it's kind of hard to see them playing too many meaningful games in September. Yeah, I don't think we'll be completely out of it like we were last year. And but the thing no, with this team is like if you make the, if even if they do squeak in, they're not going to do anything. The offense can't handle a good pitcher. I don't know. I know another team that that was said about, and uh, they're looking like they're looking pretty strong in the playoffs. Oh, really? Is it time? Is it time to talk about those guys? I think it is. I think it might be. All right. Well, let's 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 put a let's put a verdict on it. I say, according to to three out of four, or you know, Geo Geo's on the fence, but three out of four says the Rays don't suck. So I say, Rays don't suck. Okay, so as we were saying, there's another team that was said about in the playoffs. Oh, they were not going to go far in the playoffs. Some people said that. I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't I was one, one of them. them. I was one of them. I was one of them. I'll completely own up to it. But they still haven't gone far. It's no. only the first round. <laughs> I mean, in, in the big picture of things, the, the Red Wings are like the cupcake team in the playoffs because it's like they backed in as well. Yep. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know what team we're watching right now I mean I don't know I don't know how we're gonna match up against some of the big boys. Well, let's the... get let's get into it. We actually got the easier side of the bracket if you ask me. To in be in honest my opinion, with, we did. We because oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I was just gonna reiterate that we could have gotten it could have been much much worse. Yeah, like think about this. If so, we should get by the Red Wings at this point, barring a major collapse. Uh, an embarrassing collapse. Yeah, an extremely mm-hmm. embarrassing collapse. So you're either going to play the Islanders or the Panthers in the second round. I think we can beat both of those teams. I, in seven. I, think we can I don't beat know either of those teams. Really, Jim? I think we can. I think we can beat the Islanders. I don't know that we can beat 
the Panthers. The Panthers, we, yeah. We They've had our number this year. Yeah, we struggled against them every single game we played. Not everyone, but we, for the most well, part, we like, did. F- well, all, like all but maybe one game. Yeah, well, we won one, and then we had that one where they scored with like 30 seconds left. And it was zero, and we outshot them to hell in that game. I remember that. It's like double. But yeah, I agree with you. The Panthers have had our like had our number this year. Definitely. It feels like us with the Habs last year. Like we knew going into that second round, like we're not losing to the Habs. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. That's yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, on the other hand, Florida's down two to one, and I'm not sure what the game is on there, or what what the score is on the game that they're playing tonight. But you know, I mean, they they could be sitting three one. Or one and three, coming back into game five. One one says Andrew Katzman. Okay, yeah, it's one one in the third. Yep. So, yeah, the path is there. I think to at least get to the conference finals. I think we have a chance at that. But after that, whew, it starts getting messy. I love. Then you're probably going to run into the Capitals, and you if we run that. into the Capitals, the we're one fucked. Thing we have on them. Yeah. Yes, the one thing we have on them though is experience. Because we did this last year. Nah, yeah. But, yeah. but there comes a point where experience stops mattering. And I think the Caps are just a, they're just a way better team. I don't know. Anthony, you know what? I, I think experience is why we lost the Stanley Cup Finals last I year. I agree. I was just about to bring up the point. And ex- having not enough experience, I think, peters out way sooner than experience only taking you so far was it experience or was it did we run out of gas physically no no i think mm, well no. okay no i you, mean no, no. I, he the, brings up, no he brings up a good we point ran, we ran into a broken bone in johnson's wrist yeah no, I, 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 I was gonna say the length of, uh, guys both both teams were injured down, they were both injured it. they were both injured i think i mean go ahead i think that the okay look at look at that game one that game one was indicative of the entire series and, and that the the Blackhawks just have this thing where they don't panic when they get down. They 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 don't have that sense of panic. They just know that they're that that, that they're gonna play through it. Which is indicative of experience. Of I experience. That. That's yeah. That I think that's the point I'm trying to get at is that they they they've been there before. They know how to keep calm. They know even if they're down, they're gonna come back. Look at the look at the game against the Blues, uh, where where they they came back two goals and uh, to win the game. Like that is a classic Blackhawk, at least the classic 2010 Blackhawks uh, yeah. win. Like they 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 know when they're down that they need to keep calm and they're gonna bring it back. I mean that's that's their fucking game. That's what makes them so good. I I don't know what that is, but it's 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 a mentality. It's a mentality. I think it's, it's an a mentality that we're never out of it. And I did and I listen. I have I have faith, more faith in this team mentally than I did uh, last year. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, they've been because, like you said, they've been there. The pro- do we have the horses left to get there is the thing, because eventually we're... you're going to run into a team that's going to be able to exploit the flaws better than the Red Wings have. Because we oh, have really? what, had been played 30 minutes last night, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. if we get Strawman back, that's going to go down. But like after Strawman and Hedman, you got Garrison, Coburn and, and Garrison's and, playing hurt. And then what? I mean, you have Suster, but he's yeah. he's up and down. Who's number and twenty? Then... Tallini? To who? He Sorry, you, don't last want, night. you don't want him playing too many mini, meaningful. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Terramina, I think he, he reminds yeah, me of Barrio. Yeah. Eh. No, 
No, I don't agree with that. Not even close to Barbario. Oh. We never really got to see what Barbario could have really been here. Hey, fuck At least him. on the power play. And and Carl has been playing a lot better in, in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so up and down on this team. He's still. stepping up, but again, it's, it's against the Red Wings. So Yeah, that, and that's the thing. Like, this team, they're obviously hurt, and they have flaws, and the Red Wings are just not good at finding and capitalizing on those flaws. But, yeah, another but the bright spot... The bright spot is things are improving special teams wise. It seems a it little does bit. Seem, yeah. Hopefully, Three power play yeah. goals. Hopefully, that's indicative of what's going to happen down the road here. Yeah, you know. I think the big thing though is that you know at five on five, you know we're still a one line team. You Very think true. one or two? No, I think two. Definitely got to be two. No, because I well, I, I, the reason so I agree with him like, is because. No, go ahead, please. I want, yeah. You know, so, well, looking at all of our five-on-five five goals, all but one of them came from the Johnson line. Yes, but what? But I think the Druin line. It's really the Philpo. It's the Val line. Oh, now it's, it's now it's the Druin line, huh? It's, 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 oh, it's a, they they've been getting some pretty some pretty good zone time and some pretty good chances, and I think that they've just had bad luck actually finishing. That you know, and that may be a little bit of it you know, two yeah. for them and maybe, maybe they're just, they're just due. But at the same time, like you're also centering that line with Philpla and you're putting uh-huh. them out against the, the likes of, you know, the Zetterberg line. I mean, you're asking them to, to play, you know, defensive assignments. And I think Palat is even holding back a little bit and oh, not he's playing, definitely playing res- with some reservation about something. Yeah. And well, and I think it's because he's, you know, because Druin being on his line now, I would love to see. I would love to see Vladdy and Philpola switch spots. That's what I was just about to say. Ooh. I would. I would move. I would not switch. Maybe I think I'd, Val would be on the third line. But yeah, well, that, move. Well, that's that's what I mean. Because well, I know, thought Vladdy was Vladdy, centering the fourth. No, he's centering the third line right now between Pocket and Callahan. Callahan. I like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I do when, like when, that. My bad. Yeah, when Brown when Brown went out, he moved up to the third, and Boyle centering the, the fourth. Left. Yeah, if, yeah you, if you look at uh, yeah, yeah. Paquette, Philpola, and Callahan on the same line, then you have Metzkoff, Palat, and oh man, that yeah, I think that's like, I'd like to see that. And like, I, th- and I, I think, think we have two. I think we have two lines. I th- really do. I th- I th- do think we do. Yeah, Dom Hunt. Right, you you you've convinced me. Dom Hunt. He yeah. says that uh, just because the second line hasn't produced doesn't mean they haven't had the chances. And I think he's correct. But in, in that. Is, wouldn't that be more indicative of us not having two lines if they can't produce? <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. I mean, they're not they're not putting the points on the board, but I think that, don't make me change my opinion again. Uh, but but Nick, yeah, see, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, come on, come on. Look, in this series, like, look at the game on Sunday night. What? I mean, how many chances realistically than they had when we were killing so many fucking penalties out there, and they had they had the the, the penalty killing unit out there for uh, a good. Uh, sure, a, and a I'm kind of throwing game, game three out of the window. Like, as, yeah, that was a weird. One. Yeah. It was a weird game. That was a terrible game. Yeah, it was. It was a terrible game, but it showed it, it showed just I don't know. I, I feel like it showed how resilient our team can be. Like Ryan Callahan had a huge game that game, even in the loss. I mean, the fucking guy was everywhere, especially on the. He got the in front of yeah. everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's not brought up enough. But the guy was he was he was in front of the net, especially on that on on that um the uh, the 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 three on five. Oh yeah, 
Jesus yep. Christ! Like, like, like Ryan. Call- if if Ryan Callahan wasn't on the ice for that, like, there, that was a goal. And and, and I'm one of his biggest detractors. I was just about to say, don't you hate him? I don't hate him, but I just think he's overpaid. But I, when he's in his role like that, it's it's pretty fun to watch. He's he's good at that. But I just mm-hmm. think we're still paying him too that, much. That but gritty role. That's a that, different conversation. <laughs> like it, by the time he's by the time he's retired, he's going to be missing a lot of teeth. Kind of role. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Andrew. Andrew puts it. I like the player, not the contract. Yeah. Well, I felt that way about well, Josh. Fair Freeman. enough. So yeah. Yeah, and and uh, the other Andrew, Andrew Welt says, if you're creating chances, you're still creating a damaging line, even if you're not scoring. Oh, backing up Dom Hunt eighteen. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I I really do think the second line is is a dangerous line, and I think that they're going to show mean- that eventually. Yeah, but be, but that's the thing though, is that to to consider them a second scoring line, they're gonna they have, have to put score. the puck in the net. No, I agree with you. But and I... right now, and right now they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're All not right. Pressure, pressure might be good, but pressure doesn't mean anything in the playoffs. It's kind of crazy because it's it, this is almost like the playoffs of three years ago, where we're just we're we're a young team that was developing, and and we we were seeing a lot of things. Yeah, we didn't plan on being that this year, though. Injuries no, yeah, make but, it that. But that's kind of the cool thing because we we've had we have so many injuries that we're kind of seeing what the future could be like. I mean, you know, the second line in this playoff series is going to be the third line or the fourth line next year if if you know we resign some 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 dude one of those dudes. Let me ask you this, Gio: If Stamkos goes, are you okay with it? Like, or or you think it's going to be the end of the world? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yep. I've resigned myself that if if Iserman decides that it is more worthwhile to let him go and allocate that money to keeping the core younger guys that we have, then that's fine. Yeah. But I'm also fine keeping him. You know? No, totally. I was totally. just about to say, I'm, I'm quite okay with either scenario. Oh, I don't man. think you're going to find anybody in the fan base that goes, oh, yeah, no, just get rid of that bum. Yeah. But um, a few idiots, but well, yeah, but no, but I, I think it's it's going to be OK if he leaves. Uh, I'm not. And, <laughs> I mean, like if, if they re-sign him, it, is it going to make for some tough decisions? Hell yes. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I back in December, I wrote a um, I wrote up basically it was a three year projection of the salary cap with Stamkos at ten and a half million. I read that article. And, you know, like, like I put a lot into that and trying to, you know, guesstimate RFA, you know, contracts, which that's really one of the hardest things to do is trying to, you know, project out what, you know, what players might get in restricted free agency. It's kind of like, it's kind of like trying to project out arbitration in baseball, really, you know, because it's all dependent on how well they play and if they go with a short term or a long term contract. And like some of the moves that I suggested that would probably be needed are buying out Matt Carl this summer because I don't think we'll be able to trade him. Um, probably trading Alex Kalorn in the next year. Um, I th- is, is his contract up this year? Uh, he's an RFA this summer. Right, right. Also, I think I actually I think with Alex, what th- I think what the strategy play is going to be is sign him to a two year contract for somewhere around three and a half four million, uh-huh. and. What what that'll do is 
assuming that there's going to be an expansion draft 20 in 2017 and there's already been some stuff going around that they're getting ready to you know announce that vegas is going to be awarded a franchise yeah they, they got all the makings of a team of a Ooh, yeah, I think. yeah vegas yeah. vegas and outlaws so, so if there's going to be an expansion draft <laughs> i think outlaws is a good name yeah if, there, if there's going to be an expansion draft in 2017 one of the things that you have to do is you have to expose a certain percentage of your salary cap from the previous year. Yeah. Yep. And I think like, I think that the, that the protected list on the defensive side is going to be like Hedman, Strawman and Cuckoo. And so that'll leave a good amount of money between um, Garrison and Coburn. Right. Um, but, but you're still going to be a little bit short on salary cap. So if you leave Kalorn open with a $4 million cap hit, but with only a year left on his contract, it makes it less likely that that the expansion team will take him because they would be taking him for a year and then he, he'd be an unrestricted free agent and he could leave. Right. So I think that's the strategy played with Kalorn, but I think he's going to get, he's going to have to, you know, that he's going to be a casualty of the cap at some point. Yeah. He's a casualty of his place because he's a really good player for what he, we pay him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a value player. Yeah, it's, it's it's like Hedman for the moment. Yeah, We're, and I may I may be over I may even be overestimating a little bit what what he get paid, but I mean like looking at what Ablocator got, and that's a god awful deal. Oh god, that deal's bad. But I mean, he got four and a quarter, like four and a quarter million over six years, I think. Oh. And like looking at Kalorn, it's like he's two years younger than him. He's had a better track record, though a little less time in the NHL. He's you know he's a half point per game player, and you know he's played really well in you know in the playoffs too. Yeah. So you know I think four million isn't that you know that much out of the you know seven years thirty million for Applicator. Yeah, that's what they're paying him. Yeah, Good it's a, Lord. It's it's can be a complete field. idiot on the. To be a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on, guys. I just got breaking news. The Bucks are reported in uh, links with Norman, along with the Niners and Dolphins. Of course. Whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Well. So to sum up what Gio's saying, it's, it's it's really complicated. This is about to get really complicated over the next few years. Yeah, baby, let's go. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, Think about it. We're going to have to pay Hedman after next year. That's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kucherov's going to have to get money this offseason, too. Yep. I mean, he's an RFA, though, you know, but still, he's going to, he's, his price tag is going to go way up. Yeah. Uh, the, what are the triplets are up in another year? Yeah, one more year. Yeah, one more. So the two two thirds of the triplets, Johnson and Pilat um, are up. Brown and Paquette are also rfas vladdy's an rfa marchie's an rfa or ufa uh, ufa yeah yeah, yeah man and, well they're probably gonna let him go if i had to guess yeah marchie will walk that yeah. window is tight that window is tight man we gotta make Eisenman's it happen gonna be pulling you, his hair out <laughs> and you know like you know one of one of um Brisewa's big uh you know parts of his job is the salary cap and managing it right and i would not be surprised if there's a team of people that have been, you know, for the past year, have been sitting there going, well, what do we, what if we do this? What if we do that? What if we do this? You yeah. know, what if, you know, what if this person breaks out and we have to pay them this much? How would it impact, you know, and just trying to literally just trying to run all those different scenarios to get an idea of, you know, where they might end up and what they might have to do, you know, to be able to give that, 
you know, and I'm sure that Iserman is, you know, himself is thinking, you know, thinking all the way through, you know, all of those kind of things, you know, of, of all those different scenarios of, you know, what could possibly, you know, be done and you know, what, what could happen. Yeah. And to, I think a, a question that we're going to have, that they're going to have to answer too is uh, what do you do with Drew in the summer? Because his value, if he keeps playing this way, his value isn't going to be extremely high. Take him out to yes. a field, trade market, shoot him in but the head, shoot him in the head. If Stamkos, <laughs> if Stamkos walks, are you going to give up another young piece? Yeah. See, no matter what, no matter what, I but, hope that the way that these playoffs are going and how he's playing, that that will have mended a lot of sore points in that hill. I hope so. I, That's yeah. what I hope too. I mean, I think winning, I mean, obviously winning a cup fixes a lot of things. But, but if he continues on with taking the team and in, in, in being an impact player in the absence of Stamkos, we've got no reason not to turn to him. Mm. I just wonder I mean, if he's if he wants to be here after, you know. Katzman like, put it perfectly in the chat. Worst relationships have been repaired. Right, it's, but... It's but this is a relationship that was really, I think, personally, between a coach and a player. Not an organization and a player, a coach and a player. That's true. I don't think Druin had any qualms with, with the front office. I think he I think if anything sparked this, it's the way that Cooper handled him. Yep. And it is long and listen, Cooper listen, Cooper's definitely gonna be here for the foreseeable future unless things really go south. But if if I if I had to put money on it, Druin would be here longer than Cooper would if he was gonna be a if he was gonna be a part of this team going forward. I think. That's a big if. I I would say that. If if Cooper if Druin wants to stay, then they're gonna find a way to keep him because I think he's got that kind of potential where he could be part of this this organization for a long time. He could be one of those I don't want to say a Stamkos, but on that maybe like a Kucherov level. A guy that you definitely want to keep for mm-hmm. a long time. Well, I mean, he's he right now. He is playing the way that I think we all knew that he could play, but he yeah. never. But even when he had, I I think see that's the thing is a lot of people you know have been going, oh, this is the proof that Cooper didn't utilize him right, and he should have been giving him a chance. And I don't think right. that that's the case at all. I don't either. Even I don't when think he, so this is a different Druin. Yeah, at the even at the beginning of the year when he did have the chance, we did not see this level of engagement and effort from him shift Not after shift after shift. This. No, this. and I and I agree with you. I think it's a different Druin and I but we have to figure out why. If it, if it's a if is it a Druin that wants to be traded or is it a Druin that wants to win? Well yeah. Or is you this know? the Druin we're gonna get? Like are we gonna yeah. get, are we gonna bring him back and he's gonna go back to being complacent? I don't think so. If I, if he does come back and he gets the minutes in, in which I think he will, especially if Stamkos leaves. You I'll know. say if he, yeah, if he comes back, he's obviously going to be here for the minutes. He's not yeah. going to be mm-hmm. uh, a he'll put he'll guy. be played like like he should be. But I do agree that last year's Druin and this year's Druin are there's a big difference, a mm-hmm. huge difference. I'll say you know, there's a big difference between the the current Druin and earlier this year's Druin. And not yeah. only and not only in Druin's play, but the way Cooper is handling him as well. Agreed. You know, he took two penalties in game one and Cooper didn't even blink about putting him back out there. There yeah. seems like there's that trust now. Yeah. Who else like has I he said, got though? Who else I was just about to say, what else? Right. Is he, but you, you could, you, there? could, 
you could double shift someone else. Yeah, that's true. Paquette. You double shifted him. You know, you could you could move. I don't know. You could move guys around if you wanted to. Could yeah. He could have found mean, a way to bench him. He could have if yeah. he wanted to. It would have been stupid, but he could have found a way. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he yeah. could have just as easily moved Callahan up. Right. Because because that, so that's actually that's something to point out, uh, and I think it's actually a really big thing. He's playing the right side. Yep. Up until up until now, he had always been playing on the left side, and I think huh. that as as a playmaker, and this is and this is the same thing as Kucherov, the same thing as Marty St. Louis. They're left-handers, they're smaller guys, they're playmakers, and they all have at least at least good shots. Yeah. And they all played on the right side, even though they were left-handed, you know, shooters. And so I think that that is actually something that's really good for him. And like looking at the lineup for a while, I, you know, when I, I was feeling like that with Stamkos playing in the center and especially, and certainly now without Stamkos, we were short a top six right winger. Callahan was not that guy, especially if you're also playing Kalorn in the top six yeah. and March is so really isn't that guy either. Like, no, he's not like, I love Marchy. He's a, He's a great guy. He obviously has fun playing hockey. He's a scoring threat in the bottom six. Yeah, and like, and that's really where he belongs. This is on a third third line scoring. I line. totally agree. You know his possession numbers are awful. Yep, they're they're like his five on five possession numbers are the worst on the teams of the teams forwards that have played you know any kind of decent numbers. No, which is really only like thirteen. You know, you know, thirteen players that qualify for that, but right. you know his possession numbers have just been awful. So he's really not a guy that you want to have in the top six. So by moving Druin over, I mean just now, just imagine this lineup. If you did have, you know, like if you brought back Brown and you know, like bring Brown and um, and Stamkos back into it. Now you're going Palat, Stamkos, Druin, Kalorn, Johnson, Kucherov. Brown, mm. Vilpola, uh, uh, Callahan, mm. Pocket, Boyle, Boyle, Ness, and the Mess. <laughs> that's that's four really good lines. It yeah, is, yeah. I mean, if that yeah. doesn't give you a boner, I don't know what. Will. I have a, <laughs> a raging boner just thinking about it. You know, no, that, let, like, it, let it simmer. That's when I look at that. I go, <laughs> you have two really good scoring lines. You have a really good defensive line. And you have a third line that can also play defensive, but can also chip in. Right. Fuck yeah, man. And that's what you need, you know. And that's I, what, yeah, and I think Chicago the reason last year. Yeah, and I think the reason that Marchi, that people called for Marchi so much, and I was one of them, and I still am to an extent, is that our scoring was bone dry for for a good while there, mm-hmm. and it just didn't make and it didn't make sense to a lot of people to just keep putting Contra in there over Marchi when obviously Marchi's probably a better scorer than Condra. He is a better scorer than Condra, you know, but at the same time, I, you know, I said it last week, you got to have some kind of balance in the lineup. You can't top load it with, you can't load it up with scores that, that can't play defense. You and know, and also, also losing Brown, you lost a, one of your top, you know, penalty kill forwards too. Totally. Yeah. Condra makes sense in this lineup without Brown. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Katz is asking about Vladdy being a third line scoring threat. Realistically, Vladdy is, more of um, more like Philpola in his prime. He's he's more of a a second line center that'll play you know that will play a good two you know, two way game, 
and will chip in some some goals, but is more of a playmaker. Yep. And that that's really what Vladdy is. So guys, we've got four minutes left in the Mixler chat. So I think I think that's a good time to wrap up to wrap it up. Yep. What, you think? I would agree. Already. I agree. Okay. So we've we've got uh, a game tomorrow night, which for those listening is Thursday night. So you're probably listening to this on Thursday. So we got a game tonight against the the Red Wings. Gotta get them. Uh, <clears throat> me personally, I think. I think mm-hmm. we're gonna lose that game. Mm, nope. I don't think so. Nah. I think I think they're ready to close this shit out and be done with it. Right. Yep. That's I, the think they, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna put it all on the line tomorrow night. We yep. were talking about lost from they learned from last year's episode or thought where they let Detroit get back in the series. I'm gonna well, no, exactly. they, Detroit let us back in. Or, the series. Uh, not the <laughs> end, but. That's that's exactly what it is though. We've we've got the you know we, we we've got the experience now and that we know that we need to close out you know uh, mm. close out series. Last year, if we had won the cup, we would have set a record for most games played by a cup winner. I don't know. Yep. I hope so, but I have a feeling I'm going to be texting Anthony. Put it this way. If they close it tomorrow night, that's less games that we have to play without Strawman. I'm going to be texting Anthony the turtle emoji tomorrow night. <laughs> so that means that'll mean they'll have a lead going to the third probably. Well, I like turtles. I think I – think, uh, I don't know. I think the Red Wings are – I think the Red Wings are, are – they're, they're in the, the, the goddamn playoffs for a reason. I don't think they're going to go out this easily. I think uh, they are. Th- I, I, think, I, think, I think they do. They're I think they're gonna fold, I think they're gonna fold like a fucking chair tomorrow night. Fair enough. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean I hope I'm right. Yeah. I, I hope you're right too, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I I called game I called five games after game two. Okay. I just I don't know. And then uh, Great Bull check double check your numbers. It should be more like thirty four percent. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shut the fire. Go fuck yourself with your fucking numbers. I just think that this <laughs> red wings is not is not that red is not the Red Wings of old. They're just oh, not. Oh, wait. I forgot to tell you guys who I met. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing before the podcast. Um, so uh, I was, you know, as you guys know, I worked at the Hyatt. Uh, long story short, I got to meet the first captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know who you're talking about. I love that guy. He's. Yeah. Anybody know his name? I, I think I know. Yeah. It's. Uh... What, what do you think, Anthony? Because I, I honestly, Contos? hold on, just... is it Contos? Nope. Ah, God damn it! I thought it was him. Yep, we got it right in the chat. Paul oh Eichler. shit! That's right. <laughs> hold on. What did I? Th- oh, I thought it was Contos because of the first game that shit. Yeah, no, Contos yeah. is the one who scored four goals. Yeah. Stelios Contos. No, How did Paul you, Did you know it was him, like right off the bat, or did he yeah. tell you? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't was... alive. So. Hi, kids. I'm, I'm, I'm TV's Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, well, uh, honestly, I walked by him and I and he had a lightning hat on, and oh, nice. I was so looking rapping. at it. Well, I was honestly, it, I was looking at it and I'm like, that looks like a like a training staff hat, like you know, one of the ones you see. And, that the only the team wears, kind of thing. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. Because it's not a very flashy hat. And I right. went over, but it was obviously a well-made. And I went over, and I, as I got a closer look, because I was walking by another table, and sure enough, I was like, oh, I don't know your, la- I don't know his last name. But I know somehow he, he was uh, somehow important in the, in the beginning stages, and it turns out he only played for us that one year. Yep. Good for him. Mm-hmm. 
Well, oh, anyway, I, I got uh, Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> he uh, he ended up giving me a signed uh, card. So, Oh, was, man, that's probably worth, like, what, five cents? Oh, yeah. I have no idea. I yeah, have no idea, <laughs> but he, uh, he took Get the time out of his a lollipop, day. kid. <laughs> but I asked him, because he played for Detroit two years, or for two years after leaving us, and I asked him who he thought was going to take the series. And he said uh, the the lightning look like they've uh, they've learned many lessons from last year's cup run. Many of lessons, as he said, as he twirled his mustache. <laughs> no, actually, believe it or not, we were talking about it after. Uh, actually, he was eating uh, the most Canadian dish ever. We serve poutine at the at shore. So poutine smothered in the bat blue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, it's we gotta get out of here. Yeah, right. I think we do. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. Any, uh, do it, Kyle. Uh, go to sharkdropper.com, www.sharkdropper.com. We have all of our podcasts there available to you. Uh, you know, to be honest, we're not really updating a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> we do have. This the- is the only one that gets a consistent update. No, me? no. Honestly, no. We do have the Horror Play podcast, which does get consistently updated. Uh, I, I don't know what the next game is, but I know it's it, it's an indie game. They just recorded it last night, uh, and, and it's an indie game. And then I'm going to play Alan Wake this week, and I swear to God I will. <laughs> and you said that last week. <laughs> I know. Well, it's it's coming. I mean, Robert are, hasn't given me the, the game yet, so I hope he gives oh, okay. it. I hope he, he better give it to me this weekend because I have a whole weekend to play it. So, uh, yeah. That'll be coming soon. Nick Nick is on the top five podcast. He just did the top Whoa. five Pokemon. That'll be coming out next week uh, for sure because I, I've just been sent that audio file. Uh, the Shark Trapper podcast is also, of course, updated regularly with uh, uh, Robert, John, and I. And you can also hear Nick on that as well. So Whoa. you can check that shit. I'm everywhere. You can check that shit out. So... Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you to Loot Crate. For sponsoring us you heard uh loot crate today that, that's our new sponsor so thank you to them for sponsoring us thank you to blog talk radio for hosting us uh you can find anthony at anthony strike twice tv you can find geo at geo fits four you can find nick at Inkman nick w-o-t-b and of course you can find myself at kyle w-o-t-b uh and then if you go to if you see a kia you can get yourself a kia with 10 percent off all msrp <laughs> <if> you- <laughs> If you mention this podcast, it's going to be huge, Florida. Um, huge. But yeah. Do we have any any, uh, any bold predictions before? I, I say we're going to lose tomorrow. Lightning lose tomorrow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, when, if we lose, it'll be on me. We get a shutout. We get a shutout. No, don't say that. Yep, I'm saying it. Bishop don't, gets a no, shutout. No, don't say the S word. See, that just furthers my, my losing theory. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Anthony, anything for you? Lightning win big tomorrow night. Okay. A hundred to nothing lightning tomorrow. A hundred to nothing rookie yeah. mode on NHL yeah. 16. <laughs> Jerome gets, gets 100. All 100. Jerome gets 15 hat tricks. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they start throwing socks on the ice. Yeah. Hats. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, that's uh, – anyway, I, I don't know. That's bullshit. Didn't, didn't the Florida Panthers get penalized for throwing rats on the ice? Yeah. They did. And then Philly got – penalized for throwing those bracelets on too yeah that's kind of bullshit and hey, by the way remember octopus. what i said earlier in the podcast you got to be nice to these detroit fans because after tomorrow night they're tourists again fuck them fuck them god damn i oh dude these these fucking assholes on twitter anyways <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, can we can we close out the the podcast with the chicken dance? Oh yes, thanks, Boyle. Do it. I think we can do that. I think we can make that happen. Is this what is this? Is that? My name Fuck you Abdicator is a bitch Abdicator is a bitch He is a bitch Abdicator is a bitch He is a bitch He will fight our players Unless they're on the ground Abdicator is a bitch He's a bitch Bitch, he is a bitch, he is a bitch. Abdicator is a bitch, Abdicator is a bitch, Abdicator is a bitch. I'm with the guitar, Gil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All, All right. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Geo has the guitar wall. ready to go. All right, uh, that was that. Everybody, you, you say your own shit. I'm gonna say mine. Nick's gonna say his. Okay, that was word of the day for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. I'm George. Whoa! 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 I'm Geo. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.